You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning! <coughs> uppy, uppy, uppy. That was a beautiful way to start today's show. My hair is a little crazy. A lot happening today. But good morning! I'm in before 8.30. And I'm just going to say that's better than yesterday. Whatevs. Whatevs. Put the microphone together. Ba-da-ba. Good morning, Pauline. Good morning. So that's what we are trying to do and still late, but better than yesterday. And that's all you can ask for some days. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, gorgeous girl. Diana, I'll take it. Don't you look summery today, girl? I got my spring on. I'm, I'm, it's spring here. Whether the weather wants to agree with that or not. Loving my shirt. I just got I just got a whole bunch of new shirt. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, I just want to show you what's happening on the other side. Hold on. So good morning, good morning. I'm just gonna pretend we're doing a show. Did you see what's happening? Just in the corner. Good morning, it's a beautiful day. It's springtime. Nope, it's gone. So what were we going to do today? What are you doing? You looked real shady in the hallway. Boob. Two feet of slow, snow left on the ground still. Oh my gosh. Booby. Why are you being so shady? Boob. Hi, Mary from Hartsell. But what were you doing? Why were you being so shady? And just standing by the door, real creepy. I don't, what was she doing? Tell everybody. Why are you hiding from people? Oh, she babies. Oh, she baby. She said what? Ugh, you're so heavy. You don't look heavy. She's like, that's what people tell me. You don't look heavy. But she's like, girl, thanks for saying that. <laughs> What's going on with you? Why are you standing by the door like that? Why you be silly? Oh, she babies. I gotta get them their their, their puppy chair. <laughs> okay, so good morning, everybody. We did it. We made it. It's Thursday. This shirt doesn't look as good with the weird microphone. I'm just put it in my boob area. That should still work, right? That's better. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm not right. I'm going to be honest. Um, I have something to tell you. Uh, I believe it's just an honest assessment of who I am as a person. I feel like yesterday was like a sneak peek uh, into just the Maloiks are back. Okay. I'm healthy. 
So I'm going to take it. But my life just seems like a little maloiki. If you're like, what's the maloiks, Tina? It's an Italian curse. Okay. I got it. I got the curse. And uh, sometimes I think I shake it. And uh, no. So a number of things get on my nerves. But here's, here's the heart of it. I'm not right. <laughs> Chris says I'm not allowed to touch important papers. Um, I'm not allowed to do like things. I'm not allowed to like be in charge of things like important papers uh, that still need to be filed. So it is uh, five months since the divorce and uh, I still feel like I am <laughs> struggling a good word <laughs> to um, get my life together. So that's been this week and I'm not going to hold on to that. I'm going to just complain and wallow here or there and then I'll get over it. So uh, healthy is good, Dottie. I'm, listen, I'm just going to look at the bright side. The other day, my girlfriend was like, I saw you doing your live the other day. You look so great. I was, I was like, it literally is the only thing I have going for me. <laughs> it's so my hair looks good. And not this early in the morning, it doesn't. Whatever. So everybody think today. I want everybody just take a minute. Let's do an exercise together. Will you just think to you? I won't just, okay. <laughs> Bob. Oh, bougie Bob, I missed you. Um, I want everybody to think of one thing today that they can take stock in. Okay, it's just like, you know what? I, I have good hair. And the rest of my life can fall apart. But I'm sticking. <laughs> sticking with my good hair. Even if everything else real bad. Real bad. Whatever. So everybody just put in here something you're proud of, you're good at, you're just like everything. I got the Maloiks, but I got this. What is it? Yeah, I'll take healthy over anything. I'm not in the hospital and my hair looks good. And I can't say that those two things were happening uh, two weeks ago or whatever. Jason, it's a Thursday, something March. Okay, that's all we have. That's it. So, Tanya's like, your hair looks better than mine. Tanya, you have to do the exercise. You have to say something that you're good at to say, I, I, I just got a, a whole bunch of new underwear, whatever. A decade out of your voice and it's still hard. <laughs> you're supposed to say stuff like Dina a year from now, my car is clean. Boom. Viola understands the game. I can't say that. I am the same person today. I was at 40. I have good hair. Great, but good. Boom. I got out of bed this morning. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling great. I see what? I see a holistic. Get up every day. Good for you. Where's your microphone? It's in my boobs. Is it working? Bob's like, you want me to fix it? Bob. It's my birthday and I love my hair. Oh, gives me the house. I'm great while in my backyard. Oh, that's nice. Oh, Kezia. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I'm great at problem solving. I got both kids on the bus today. Becca, 
Listen, Becca, I told you the, da the day that my dad was helping the kids off the bus, and then that arm on the bus came out, and then he fell over it, and then he warped it, and then the arm was like this, and then the bus driver got out, was like real mad, and the whole time I'm like, get away from the bus, like that. <laughs> I finally got a new bra, Anne-Marie. I'm so proud of you. I don't think, I got seven hours of sleep, but Aline, you win. I get so excited when women update their bras and I don't, I don't need to see them. It's just nice. Um, I got everyone's lunch made early. I'm half dressed with PJ bump neck go. Who said you gotta be full dressed? Whatever. Good morning, Carmen. <clears throat> I passed a kidney stone last night. Candy, you win. You win. It's my daughter's birthday. We're going to Disneyland. That's exciting. What's happening? Why are all of these texts coming through right now? I got a new bra and some really cute clothes. Tara, go. I'm getting the laundry done. Oh, I'm kind of in the middle of that, but I don't have much joy from that. I'm great at keeping my two dogs alive. Girl, say it. I bought three shirts from Walmart Ice Night for $9. Look at this. This is so exciting. Not real, but nobody's winning an Oscar here. Who cares? You'd have to dress up and do your hair. Who wants that kind of pressure? You have to celebrate these tiny little accomplishments because when everything else is crappy. I'm catching the morning show. Renee, welcome. So here was a weird moment the other day. It's very funny. I've said this before that, you know, uh, I'm 50 and 24 of those years were married and here we are. So like, the, you forget like how much your life changes when you go from being single to being married. Like that's a process, but it's an exciting process. And there's like a shower and there's presents and then there's a party and there's food. It's very exciting. Divorce, not the same transition out. There's no party, which feels wrong. There's not a shower. And I think I would like to start a divorce shower. I'm, I'm still working out the details. Um, there's no ceremony. There's no, there's no, it's just different. And it happens over time anyway. So I'll be going wrong in my life and I won't remember that I'm divorced or this is a horrible time in my life. I'll just live a life, which I think is what you're supposed to do. And then boom, right in the face. Let me tell you, Dina, why? Give me an example. Let me tell you. My kids talk to me with words and not grunts. Girl, that is a big day. Celebrate it. Celebrate. Anyway, I go to a real fancy store to buy some new tops. You might have heard of it. It's called Marshalls. So I go to the Marshalls. And I don't know about how everybody else buys clothes, tops, pants, whatever. I hate buying pants. Me having to take my pants off a number of times. I'm exhausted. I'm like, I gotta lay down. Let's go to the Cheesecake Factory. Like it just, me shopping never lasts very long. It usually just ends up with me at the Cheesecake Factory. It's just how I do. Which means I don't have a lot of clothes and I might've put on some weight, whatever. Okay. So the way I shop and everybody's different. You can pick, say who you are. Here we are. Mm -hmm. Um, my girlfriend had a divorce party. It's a thing. Oh, 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 interesting. Anyway, I, when I go shopping, can only go in the dressing room one time. Who's with me? Let me unpack this. 
My mom used to do the thing where she'd pick a couple pieces, she'd go in the dressing room, try them on, put all her clothes back on, if they were the, not the right size, go back out. Do it again, and then come back. She would go back and forth, right? I can't do it. So I have to put a hundred things into the cart and then only get naked one time. Now you have to go in and out and get the things. Mm -hmm. I hate my clothes lace. So you have to go to Marshall's. So I have about, so first I just want to know, am I the only one that does that? Do you just a hundred? I would, I am, this is in your mic, you're right. Um, I can only go into the dressing room once and then with a million clothes, not going twice. Thank you, Donna. One and done. I'm with you. So Addie, when I plus, and it's ridiculous because, and I very rarely go uh, clothes shopping at all, um, maybe twice a year. And then you'll see me wear a whole bunch of different shirts. Like I'm not like, oh, I went out, I found this one shirt. No. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I don't enjoy it. Yeah, and I take two to three different sizes. Exactly. Am I, am I this unrealistic size that I think that I have been forever, so why wouldn't I be this size? Or am I actually this size because I go to the cheese to cake factory? So you have to bring both sizes. It's a lot of clothes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I go, minding my own business. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming in and out. Now, just to my cart because... And then they make you count it, and then they make you do that, that weird ticket math with that plastic number, and she's like, let me count them. I'm like, don't you think that if I stole nine of these shirts, you would notice just nine shirts on under here? But we don't. We're still using these numbers. Ah, whatever. I'll comply. She's counting. Fine. But there's a lot. And so I'm like, I don't want these. I'm going to put these over here. And so, like, I, I just, <clears throat> I'm doing this, right? Nice kid. She says, well, it looks like you found a lot of shirts, a lot of items, whatever. And I said, yeah, no, I definitely did. Um, but, you know, I can't take them all. And she's like, yeah, I mean, if you like them. I go, yeah, well, I'm supposed to have boundaries and stuff and a budget. So, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to just, Find out the ones they like, then look at the pants and then see which goes with the pants. It's going to be a process. I said, but, you know, I'm not allowed to get them all. I'm supposed to have boundaries. So I say that. And then she looks at me and she says, oh, you must have a husband. Which would have, it made perfect sense, right? Like how many women are like, oh, I'd buy them all if my husband, blah, blah, blah. right? So it wasn't, it wasn't mean or malicious or whatever. It just was a funny comment that I got, I got the comment, and I said, um, <clears throat> she goes, oh, you must have a husband. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a, it's like, ugh, like that. And I know she, you know, it's just silly, but I, you know, mm -hmm. can't make a decision, yeah. I don't think this shirt is great for this microphone. Let's just try that. So, in those moments, you have, a decision to you tell the truth to people and like bring people down or you go ha ha like that mm -hmm. so uh i yeah <laughs> she said you must have a husband i go oh no not anymore uh i got a divorce 
And then she felt horrible. And, I, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I go, no, it's, you know, this is just me trying to have my own boundaries. I don't like it. I do not like boundary Dina at all. She's a party pooper. Uh, but uh, I feel like, you know, you're supposed to like, you have to be you and then you have to be the other person that balanced you out. <laughs> Just so you know, not fun at all. You should be sitting in the dressing room going, I should get all of these. I probably sounded crazy. I'd be like, Dina, you should be responsible. Do you need all these? Yes, I do. Or why would I have said that? <laughs> Andrew's like, I wouldn't answer. She was, she was fine. But like, it just these, my mom says, no, I have a wife. Yeah. It's just funny. It's just that. But like these little things. Talking about hiding, but yeah. No, I never hid stuff. Jim was never like that. Yeah. My husband is the big spender in our relationship. I need someone to give me boundaries. Tanya, I think you're supposed to. There's boundary Tanya and then fun Tanya. Just so you know, <laughs> boundary Tanya, nobody likes. Nobody likes boundary Dina. <laughs> I hate boundary Dina. She's a whore. I don't like her. And she ruins things. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was just funny. I don't even know that I was doing it. Like it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like I walked in and had like a conversation with myself. And I was like, now listen, we're going to go into the Marshalls. Do not go nuts on this. I'm like, I think we can go nuts. It's like, the, it's almost spring and all of our clothes are ugly. And we've been going to the gym and I feel like we should buy I'm like, Tina, like that didn't happen. It was not it, there was not a discussion with myself. So I was surprised <laughs> that I said that. It's just weird. I was, I was doing my own therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out loud. Please tell me you're saying what is that? Because I'd love to hear that in the dressing room. That's what I'm saying. Buy some for myself at Walmart. It's always for my kids. That's what I mean. Yeah, no fun, said Missy. Nobody likes that lady. <laughs> Missy's like, if you come to visit me, please, please leave Boundary Dean at home. Boundary drill is drunk, so <laughs> nobody. Remember the laundry was like I had them all along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exact. Just like budget, Anna. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just stuff like that, and a number of other dumb conversations and scenarios this week. So this morning I was like, I'm gonna be live at eight o'clock. That was stupid. You know who? That's a different Dina. There's apparently a lot of Dinas. <laughs> There's, there's the Dina that believes she has her life together. And you should have heard her at 6.45 this morning. She was so excited. We killed her. <laughs> she was like, guys, we're going to get up. We're going to, not only are we going to be uh, like early for the, we're going live at eight. Uh-huh. This is the topic, Denise. <laughs> we're going to be live at eight. And then budget Dina was like, What? And then I was like, well, let's at least start with a shower. Let's be, I'm realistic, Dina. <laughs> and what did I call the other Dina? Dumb. Dumb Dina. A lot of Dinas, Brenda. You have no idea how many Dinas there are. Don't even get me started on Trash Day Dina. Trash Day Dina has a lot of anxiety. <laughs> she is not at all dealing with this well. 
and Dina doesn't have anxiety. She's new. But for some reason, just so we're clear, of all the jobs that Divorce Dina has had to take on, for some reason, Trash Day is the most anxiety-ridden one. <laughs> I don't know why. I started thinking about Trash Day, which is on Tuesday, on Sunday. They don't all work together. In fact, there is an internal struggle with all of them. And anxiety, Dina, is just like, like trash day is Tuesday. But by like tomorrow, I'll be like, we should start getting the trash together. Now, mind you, I'm the only one that lives here. Maybe there's one and a half bags of trash. But I am so concerned about whether or not, yeah, it's going to be at the curb. Mm-hmm. No, and we're just, she kind of like, just so you know, none of us will be here if you go live at eight. <laughs> that won't happen. You're going to miss a lot. There's a lot at stake in Trash Day, Missy. He just, and don't you remember, I, for whatever reason, when I was just manager Dina and Dean was here, I would walk around real high and mighty, okay? <laughs> real high and mighty. Dean? You know, trash days tomorrow. Did you take it out? This would be Monday night. And I'd be all over it. <clears throat> I was like, I'm married. I still have to do it. Well, she goes like, wait, daddy's like, wait a minute. Am I not supposed to be doing trash day? No, daddy. You're not. <laughs> you got a man laying there. You need to tell. It's time to pass the torch, daddy. Is maybe this whole conversation, this whole revelation I'm having this week is for you, daddy. One of the only benefits. There's a couple, there's a lot of benefits. Let me go back to being married. And one of them is that you're not supposed to be taking out the trash. Somebody said when my dad passed, trash day was the hardest. She had the same anxiety. Yeah. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't even want to get it. I, I have two trash cans. Let me just... Technically, I have three. Two of them are nice. One of them is the trash can that I'm trying to <laughs> get rid of. It's, it's actually trash. It's like falling apart, but it's not completely falling apart. So it just looks like a dirty trash can. But I just keep trying to tell the trash people, no, this is, tr this is the trash. I, w I don't need three of them. Two of them are, I say nice. How nice could a trash can be? But the third one, not nice. Falling apart, real growth. I don't want it. It's not who I am now. So I keep putting it out with no trash in it. And then I think I wrote on there, this is trash. And they were like, cool. And I was like, no, this is the... Have you ever tried to throw out a trash can? Just so you know, it could take weeks. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if it's still there. Maybe I gave it to one of the construction guys because they had like a dumpster. And I think I finally threw it in there. Because you can't get them to take a trash can that's trash. I'd be like, this is the trash. Like, cool. This is it. This is what I think about. I had to put a sign on the trash can to take it. Uh-huh. I always say the trash can, then my husband takes it down and says he does it all. Right, Kate? I know. I did do that. I put it out empty. Oh, listen, you don't know how many things. But then when the, when the dumpster came, I was like, put it, put it in the dumpster. Hmm. 
this is what goes on this week. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Erica from Denver. And I need sun. I am so white. Does anyone have this problem? <laughs> I said to Chris, can we just hop on a plane and just like go to Florida for two days? Just get sun. I just, I need, my body needs the sun. And I don't even need to be down there for Tuesday. I feel like I could fly down in the morning, sit, sit by a pool, maybe hit a cheesecake factory, and then, and then come home. I need to find one of those $29 flights. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll go. Eileen, you ready? We're just going to pack a bag. I don't even need a bag. I'm going to wear my bikini underneath. I'm going to go to the airport. I'll be like, I have $29. Where can I go? They'll be like, you see that Wawa down the street? I'll be like, I should be able. And then, and then just go anywhere. No hotel. Like, I, I want round trip. Midnight, and I'm going to go. And they're like, all right, let's say where, where could we? Let me look it up. Missy, you in? Let me see. If I wanted to go anywhere, try, name a place. Where are we going? Where are we all going to meet? $29 is the budget. <laughs> you can't even get to Philly for $29. <laughs> let's just look it up. Now, I'm not good at this because I never book any of my travel. But I'm going to pretend to be Wendy. Okay. Let's see. Expedia. Your pale is darker than my darkest zone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. We're going to go. Missy, where we want to go? Let's say what's cheap. They're going to buy your tickets at the airport. Okay. Let's go to the, let's go to Atlantic City, Atlantic City Airport. That would be the cheapest place to fly out of. People are like, Atlantic City got an airport. Yeah. You might get murdered or fly somewhere for $29. It's, it's, it's one or the other. It's called Atlantic City International. <laughs> that is a reach. All right, here we go. That's what we're going to do. Explore. I just want to book a flight out. They should have that where it's just like plan, airport, deals, deals, deals. Special offers. All right, here we go. Oh, this is all just to say Atlantic City. I don't want to. Okay. This is not the airport. Um, cheap flights from Atlantic City Airport. Here we go. Name a city. Where could you go? Leaving from Atlantic City. Round trip going to... Atlantic City. What's MCO? Orlando. $96. Okay, here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. It's good. Very limited flights. Key West. It's not on here. I thought Fort Lauderdale. What's the cheapest one? Guys. The cheapest one is $41 one way. $41. Two-way Frontier at the airport is $24 cheaper. What? 
you're Cassandra. Listen, Cassandra, I feel like you've not seen me in the summer. And I am a, a beautiful mocha. And I miss it. I'm, I'm a barely a skim milk. And I, I need to dive deep. And not like, I, I don't need to be like real dark. I just need to feel like not. This is not my color. You know how like in colonial times people just be in their in their in their little log cabins and then the sun will come out. Hmm. Myrtle Beach. Clearwater's not an option. The options are Orlando, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando. It's mostly just Fort Lauderdale and Orlando. And Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Punta Cana. Fort Lauderdale is nice. Fort Myers. Did you pay for a carry-on? I don't know. Not if you wear your bathing suit underneath. I did have pickleball tan, Cynthia. Oh, remember that? Those were fun times. Go to the tanning bed. Oh, no, I need to hear... Do you burn bad? Um, I'm like a pancake. Uh, you know, like the first time you make a pancake, Bob, and it's like the first time it's like real gross and disgusting. And then every pancake after that is great. Um, that's me. I'm a pancake. So like the first time, like I might burn a little. But then after that, full just perfect pancake. Mm -hmm. Oh, not a good idea with 20 year olds in spring break in Florida. I hear you. Eileen's like, I'm in. When are we leaving? <laughs> Lonnie, are you in Fort Lauderdale? We could have a, a dine with Dina. Eileen, Eileen and I all fly down. Pala, I'll do a dine with Dina. I gotta just talk Chris into it. Mm -hmm. What? Stop chewing your mouth. What is this? You're bad. You're bad. Get out of here. Everybody get. You're all bad. You're not. You're beautiful. You didn't do nothing. You're bad. It's Colby pulling stuff out of the trash. Um, I go to Fort Lauderdale every July. It sounds beautiful. Wouldn't it be extremely hot in July? I don't know that I could do that. Prime cougar time, said Anne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like... I know, Beth. Mm-hmm. She said I am. Oh, Lonnie, that would be fun. Anyway. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. My Irish skin repels the sun. If I'm crossing that trick, I'm telling you right now. Let's see how much it is to go to Punta Cana. I'm like an undercooked pancake. Let me just look at Punta Cana. One twenty-seven. That's one way, though. It's way out of our twenty-nine dollar budget. No. <laughs> Nicholas, how are you? Nicholas from Chardonnay is here. Everybody, say hi to Nicholas. 
He is one of the amazing vintners and growers. He has a farm of wine. You would love him. I mean, he doesn't grow wine, but the grapes. And we went to his farm and he took us through all the wine, the whole winery region. Oh, so beautiful. Bob's here. Look at us. It's like a little reunion. Now we just need Natalie to show up. Bob, I've been looking at all of Natalie's renovations. Listen, if I, we could do, we, she's renovating right now. So where we stayed in Chardonnay, um, they have like the main house and they had a second house, which is where we stayed with the kids and my parents and stuff. But Natalie's renovating another house and I don't know where it is, Bob. Mm-hmm. But I feel, I feel like another trip to Chardonnay is in the works because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bonjour. Look at Renee. She's like, oh, using her French words. Mm-hmm. I've never been tan a single day in my life. <laughs> yeah. I just, and I'm not a bit, like, I, like even in the summer, like, I don't, I'm not, like, a, the sun. I don't need, I just, I just feel it. You're going to Florida in June. I am. You're right, Danielle. I should be patient. Mm-hmm. What is a puma? A puma is like, um, like we're cougars, I guess after 50 or a cougar. Uh, so a puma would be like younger than us. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway. Um, <clears throat> thank you. How are you? Nicholas, I'm good. Uh, ish. And, um, yeah, I am trying to um, enjoy things here. 400 round trip from Maine. No, you can't. It's too far for you, Maine. You knew that. Mm -hmm. I'm pale and Irish. It's, uh, pale and Irish is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be, Punta Cana would be our first international trip. Mm-hmm. Where in June in Florida? Delray Beach. We have some shows in Delray, so we'll be going down there. But it's a quick turnaround because I have to come back for a wedding. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So um, I think we would scare all the... Not only would we scare all the spring breakers... We would scare them, then they'd realize how cool we were. I'm just vamping here. And then they'd want to join us. Uh-huh. I'm a cougar. I'm 41. <clears throat> My boyfriend is 31, and he's wonderful, said Lacey. Oh, Lacey. Uh-huh. I go from pale to lobster and then back to pale. No, you're not wrong. I feel like that might be most people's. Yeah. Go to Palau. I don't know where that is. Let me see. Palau Island. Where is that? It's an island country in the Western Pacific. What country does Palau belong to? It's an independent country in a compact of free association with the United States heard of this. What? 
is the is Palau Island part of the Philippines. Palau is part of the Spanish East Indies and was administered by the Philippines until the end of the Spanish-American War in 1898. Then somebody sold it to Germany. The Treaty of Versailles gave Palau to Japan. This is a lot. We're going real deep on this country that no one's ever heard of. Hmm. Oh, you would need a visa and a permit to live in Palau. What is, <clears throat> what ethnicity is Palau? Majority of the population is a mix of Micronesia, Melanesia, and Austronesia. This is a lot. Melissa is like, it's so beautiful there. It's going to be way more than $29. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Anyway, let me find this one article I wanted to show you. All right. I'm going to go read you this. I saw this article the other day, but I didn't click on it because I was like, what? Here we go. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Phantom of the Opera is closing. Uh, that was news the other day, and they were talking about how difficult this has been for um, the musicians because that was like one of the longest-running shows ever, and a lot of the musicians like grew up doing this show, so like literally their whole lives because it's been around forever. So it's an interesting article from the artist's perspective. Let's see. Let's see. I always look at it on my phone and then I try to find it later. And I'll find it. Hmm. This one was interesting. Hold on. Give me a minute. I don't have an assistant and I'm running at a deficit in terms of reading Dina. It was not, she reads, but she don't take notes. Hold on. It's so different on my phone. Here, it should be in here. Da, 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 da. Oh. You're kidding me. Hold on. Okay, see, and then this is what happens, is I go in looking for the article that I wanted to tell you about, and then I find like 10 other articles that I didn't read, and then we read together. It was, <laughs> okay, I'm not finding the article I wanted, but here's the article, ready? Here's the title of this article. He was sweating uncontrollably. <laughs> see, this is my problem, because this is not what they do on the news. Like, I'm trying to be like real responsible and read stuff. But I don't have a producer, so then I don't print it, and then I can't find it, and then I stumble onto this. He was sweating uncontrollably. Was it male menopause? Well, I, I mean, I have to read this. His vital signs were normal. He didn't have a fever. Then a locker room conversation between doctors led to a diagnosis. B 
bead of sweat in the man's eyes. So he's sweating a lot. Intensely hot. He was having hot flashes. He went to the emergency room. He was admitted. They thought he was having a heart attack. He was discharged. They said he was fine. The doctor said, I haven't seen anything like it. Oh, I think you did. Except it was for every woman on the planet. Oh, but now that happened to this guy. Oh, we're like, oh, we should look into it. Thyroid hormones didn't have an infection. Inflammatory markers weren't elevated. And then a month later, it happened again. Oh, a month. A month later, did he have his period? Oh, strange symptoms. He was in good shape, healthy diet, exercised regularly. He was almost never sick. He went to the tropics earlier that year. He didn't have malaria. It wasn't HIV. He went to an endocrinologist. Oh, this must be sad when you can't find out what's wrong with a man. Stumped and frustrated. Mayo Clinic. Two days there. Poked and prodded. Oh, I wonder what that's like. Skeptical, but applied the testosterone gel as directed. He used it for months. It didn't help. Okay. All right. So what is it? Resist the rabbit hole. Sarah, I'm in. I'm already in. I'm in the hole. That's what she said. There weren't seizures, but what's in the locker room? Have you ever heard of seizures characterized by profuse sweating? And then he told the other doctor the story. And he was in epilepsy, arranged to have an EEG, better than walking around, because he's got a call. These were seizures. <gasps> Are you saying that we're all having seizures? Abnormal brain activity, blah, 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 blah. Shook his head, didn't know why seizures at 58. They still spread the head on Cabrera. That's it? That's the whole article? He had seizures. I, I really wanted to hear more about menopause. Anyway, I'll just tell you what I remember from the article. The article was called How, I'm paraphrasing, How to Save Your Marriage in Seven Steps or something like that. And I was like, oh, now this comes along. <laughs> I didn't read it the first seven times. I was like, fine, I'll read it. It was actually pretty interesting. So there's a couple. It's in the New York Times. If you put in there like seven steps, marriage, something, you'll find it. It was on the homepage. Oh my, it's easier to find on your phone than it is on the website. Either way. It was a story about this couple. <clears throat> One was a mathematician. The fella was a mathematician from MIT. The wife was a researcher in relationships. Bang. They've been married for a long time. I think it was called like the Gottlieb family and the Gottlieb Center. But either way, this couple had um, spent some time researching relationship. They're married and they started applying a lot of the things that they do in their own relationship. Um, they were finding that uh, they were kind of breaking it down, right? Like as you learn more about each other and how you both process things, um, and in the article, uh, it was the author of the article, the reporter, <coughs> had said she had heard about this book, that he, this newest, the newest book by this couple. They've written 40 books. That, between the two of them, they're heavy researchers in relationships, um, you know, social sciences, uh, 40 books, 200 research papers. Like, they're all in. They have the, the, an institute dedicated to all of this. Fine. So the reporter says, I've been married uh, and I decided to read this book and go through the seven steps of this book to see if it's real. Is it something worth pursuing? Is what they've found out, 
you know, valuable. Um, so, so for fun, her and her husband decided to read the, their latest book and go through the steps. In, in it, uh, she starts the article by saying, I have the primary care of my children as well as working. And do I feel some kind of way about it? Perhaps it's unfair the way that things are divvied up. But according to the book, on my way out the door, as I'm scrambling, if my husband was to say something, anything, uh, their whole philosophy is that acknowledging your partner in a positive way in, very, in these small instances, like in your relationship throughout the day, and how you, there are three ways to respond to any comment. So she said, for instance, if my husband says, hey, I was just reading uh, about this new band and checking out their music, you have three options. You can turn away and ignore it. You can, I forget what the second option was. Oh, you could say something negative. Like, I don't really care. I'm over here trying to do this. Or you can turn towards. All I remember is turn towards. I was like, what's this mean? And they said, turn towards just means that you uh, would turn, acknowledge that the person said something, and then give some response, whether it's, oh, that's interesting, or hmm, or whatever. But just this tiny moment of not turning away and doing your thing, but turning toward, acknowledging it. A grunt is a response. She said, hmm, I like you. I believe you. I trust you. Yeah, real similar. But it was this idea of turning towards. I was like, that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's training boys the same way. Probably. Probably starts young. So the reporter was saying that she has been trying to practice kind of these small things, right? And the couple says, listen, we're not saying that if you do all the seven steps that it's going to fix it. Some people actually need to, you know, get feedback and work on these things together, whatever. What was interesting was that they had done a study um, years prior where they invited newlyweds to an event and it was a, um, <clears throat> it was like a lab uh, scenario. It's Alexis just because of this phone call came through. That's why it went in and out. Um, they invited a hundred couples to an event in their lab, but they had it like set up like it was a mixer and they just put them all in a room and then watched them, watched every interaction that this these couples had while in the room, marked them all down. And then they checked in with them 15 years later. Mm -hmm. And they said that for the couples that interacted, touched the other person, or acknowledge them. Like there were certain markers that they were looking for. Um, but they said the ones that touched each other or, you know, a, a, a playful hug, I don't know, but it was being attentive. 
they had an 86% chance of still being together 15 years later. And the ones who didn't, in any way that was substantial, were not. And so their whole thing is, is that you need to be um, touching base throughout the day and yada yada. But is this, is this Nobel Peace Prize winning research? No. However, they did say <clears throat> that the fact that they're a, this couple is able to kind of break down these small little things that couples should be doing um, and finding, you know, some research that actually is statistically significant and actually did show like people who are interacting a lot will have a greater chance of survival. It's just something that feels more tangible for couples. Yeah, most of the ones can't keep their hands off of each other, but true, right? So I guess they were like, well, we put them in a room and watched how they interacted with each other as well as other couples. It was just interesting. Anyway, so then they said, uh, there was one other thing that they said. Oh, so, you know, this, this book, which they said, is this for new couples? No, Anne-Marie, this is for couples who have been married for a long time. It's just that they were using um, this first initial study to be able to say, yes, there are behaviors even in young couples that are good predictors of whether or not you'll still be together. And that if these couples from early on were practicing certain things and, and making a conscious effort to do them, they might have a better chance at longevity, right? So the, these couples just did it naturally and were together. And the ones that didn't naturally touch each other and check in didn't last. So they're saying if you wanted to last and you wanted to make a relationship work, you know, maybe just be cognizant of some of these practices that work for people. Interesting. Um, so, uh, so it was interesting, I thought. So then it, it had in there, it was like, you know, what are things you should be doing? And it said, um, one of them was having regular date nights. And she said, and the, the wife in the story said, you know, when we first got together, these are the two scientists, when we first got together, we didn't have any money. So we would, um, you know, once or twice a week, we'd go to a fancy hotel and we would, uh, we couldn't afford to stay there, but we'd hang out in the lobby and act like uh, we, we were staying and we were real fancy and we'd get drinks and sit in the lobby. And I was like, that's cute. And then it, they went on in the article and they said, and now the couple has a cuddle couch. And I was like, what's a cuddle couch? Yeah. <laughs> what's a date night? Uh, they have a couch that's specifically for cuddling. I was like, I would love a cuddle couch, but just for me and Ruby, <laughs> we have a cuddle couch. It's called my bed. <laughs> Oddly, very relaxing and fulfilling, I'm going to be honest. Um, and so, but there were other things. So it said like it, and I guess it's in the book. Maybe I should read the book. I don't know. Um, but I did feel like it was compelling, uh, even as in my single times. And um, one of the things it said was like, it had like a list of things that you could be doing, right? Which is I, in some way what everybody um you know, is looking for. But one of the things was, is like, is, 
is, is asking each other open-ended questions. Now, I don't know if you guys do this, but it's my favorite thing. Wendy hates it. Sometimes I date Wendy. And um, Wendy hates when I make her play games with me. <laughs> You're like, this is getting creepy. When we were down in Santa Monica, we were sitting by the pool. I was like, let's play the name game. She's like, nope. <laughs> I said, what, let's play the what if game. I love it. She is not a fan. She does not like dating me. I think she's getting a lot more serious with Robert and it's upsetting. But uh, it said, ask open-ended questions to your partner. Um, we've been married 27 years. We always kiss each other when either of us leave the house. Aww. Um, but it was like, always ask open-ended questions. And it was like, you know, if I could be any animal, what animal would I be? And then she was like, we both picked dolphins. Like, it sounds stupid. It's probably stupid. But I'm just saying, maybe worth reading. Whatever. So there it is. I, I unpacked it. I thought I did a great job considering I read it a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. Santa Monica is beautiful. It's a very beautiful place. I woke up late. Thought I'd miss you. Nope. Suzanne, you know I love me a good would you rather. Love it. And a lot of people don't know how to play would you rather. And they try to change all of the rathers. And I'm like, I feel like you don't understand the game. You can't change. The Get down. What are you doing? Did I give you your medicine? Come here. It's like kids. If you hear a noise and you're like, hmm, here we go. My husband and I became a couple 30 years on March 7th. We've been married 24 years this May. And I can't remember the last date night we had without our son. Stacy, girl, this whole morning's conversation is for you. Dottie, become a touchy-feely person and then tell him to take the trash out. <laughs> Listen, here are your options, Dottie. You can be touchy-feely with the trash can, or you could be touchy-feely with your husband and then never touch a trash can again. I'm gonna be honest. Dottie, uh, first, you're gonna need to get a new bra in order to activate this, this program. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, all right? Take it from a divorcee. All you ladies are still married. If you still wanted to like move forward, act like you're divorced. Just get a new bra, maybe be a little slutty. Have a good time. All right, Dottie, get a new bra and some new panties. And then get a little bit more touchy-feely than you currently are. And I guarantee you, you won't be, you will not take the trash out the next week. Dottie, Dottie, this weekend, I want you to go get a new bra and underwear. There's going to be a big reveal on Sunday, completely up to you. You're going to get real touchy-feely. And then you will not take the trash out next week. And we all want an update. Do you understand me? Dottie, look at me. Dottie, okay. <laughs> this is, it's for all of us. Okay. I'm telling you right now. If I ever get married again, I'm going to make sure that in those vows, I love, honor, blah, 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 and I'll take the trash out. I'll be like, fine, then I'll marry you. Do you understand? Get your crawl space checked. 
Suzanne, new bra came in yesterday, said Mooney. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Listen, you got to work whatever system you're in. I'm currently in single system. So I got a new bra. All right. Doing my thing. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Dottie's like, no more trash for me. Dottie, I cannot wait. When's trash day, Dottie? Is it Tuesday? My, mine's Tuesday. Dottie's like, I'm in. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, we're going to try out. We're going to try out this new thing. I wish I could tell you that Eileen knows. There's a new campaign Jacqueline's working on. And our date nights are usually a Dina comedy show. I'm happy, Jim. I'm in. I'm getting, I'm getting a new bathroom bottle. Now I got to stay touchy-feely, said Jennifer. You can do this, Dottie. Dottie. And just, and you're just going to get your new bra, your new underwear, and then just walk around like, like nothing, nothing new is happening. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, no, just walk around. <laughs> like that. Don't do that. It's a little weird. But whatever you need to, to trash day is Thursday. It's today. You can't accomplish this today, but let's just set a reasonable schedule. New bra and underwear by the weekend. Touchy-feely. Dottie's like, I already took it out today. Dottie, listen, we can't rush this. Dottie, this takes time. Planning. All right, if he hasn't taken the trash out in 30 years, um... It's going to be a transition. I've been with my husband 40 years. I've never taken out the trash. Exact, Lori. That's what I'm saying. It's been a, this, for whatever reason, of all the things that I have to do, for some reason, this has been the most difficult one. I was like, I got to take the trash. You should have seen. Anytime I had to pick up the dog's poop, I cry. I just cry. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's happened in my life. But it just, it is what it is. And I'm going to ease into it. But I'm just saying, my goal is next week, said Dottie. Dottie. Oh, this is so exciting. Somebody find this article. I'm a, I got to find the article. And we're all going to, maybe this is the first book for our book club. Right? I'm not, I'm not married, but I feel like, and somebody said, listen, this book, <clears throat> Learning How. Dottie's like, I'm never taking the trash out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said that the book and, and the things that it talks about in the book about, you know, how to talk to people, how to ignore, because it said it's not just for spouses, it's for kids, it's for people at work and just, you know, being really cognizant of just acknowledging what people do for you every day. Like there was one exercise where it said, um, you know, making sure in, a, in, a, in the course of a day, writing down all the small things that your partner does for you and that you've never really thanked them for. And then you would write it down and then you'd sit down and say like, I love when you do this for me or I love this or that. And so, um, I just think, you know, um, I think it's good to been married 31 years. He takes out the the trash. Uh Uh-huh. Daddy, daddy. Uh-huh. There is, where's my book club coordinator partner? Alejandra, who was it supposed to be? Mooney, good for you. 
39 years of sharing all chores. Of course, I have to write the list. Well, it was funny because the reporter said, she's like, yeah, we, it said we had to do this exercise where we had to write down all the things that <clears throat> somebody does that you're thankful for. And she's like, I really didn't want to do the exercise because um, I do everything. And I really felt some kind of way about it because I was like, oh, so now we're going to write it down. But like, what the heck could he write down? She's like, but it was a good exercise because I started, he started to notice the things that I was doing all the time. I was noticing things that he was doing and I probably wasn't acknowledging. Like, it just... Interesting. I want to be moony when I grow up, right? Um, I wish I could find the stupid article. Let's see. Hmm. Positive it was in this section. Magazine. Nope, 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 nope. I'll see if I can find it. Thanks, Eloise. Just got it. <clears throat> hmm. I must found it. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'll find it for tomorrow. Of course, I can't find it right now. Um, all right. Well, listen, I think today was a great day. I think we're all invested in what Dottie's going to do this weekend. Dottie, and you have to really think about how you're going to bring it up. So you're going to be in your bra and underwear. Feels like a perfect time. And she'll be like, you know, I've been thinking like that. And let's just see how it unpacks. Mm-hmm. About 10 years, we have two kids that are still not married. Does it matter, Jessica? Do you... Here's how I feel about it. If you don't want to get married and he doesn't want to get married, perfect. But if one of you wants to get married and the other one doesn't, a little bit harder. That's what I learned about on the radio when I was doing radio. I used to believe that everybody should be married. And then um, you thought I froze. That was my thinking face, Sebastian. It's real scary. It's like, like that. It's not good. It's not attractive. Um, but then you get older and you realize, like, not everybody wants to get married. But as long as two, we're, we're packing for our $27 trip. You know I'm going to figure it out, Tanya. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully you're in a great place, Jessica, wherever you want to be. Um, if I need to book this $29, yeah, I don't know. I got to find some days. I got to, I don't know. Go, Dottie. So exciting. All right, that's it, everybody. So uh, today is Thursday, which means tomorrow's a big day. Um, I'm going to do some pictures today. We are working on the final round of uh, the imagery for the next show. Um, so we have to do some photos today. Jeff's coming over today. Um, I could be buck naked. He still wouldn't acknowledge me. That is a problem. And maybe you need new underwears. It's the first round of defense. Gottman.com. I knew I started with G. Is that it? Gottman? Mm-hmm. 
Gottman's book. Here it is. How long does it take to fix a marriage? Give the Gottmans seven days. Thank you, whoever wrote that. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. It says, according to the Gottmans, these single moments are deposits in the couple's emotional bank account, their love piggy bank, that you can draw on in moments of com conflict. And then the, um, it says, those who remained married had turned toward each other 86% of the time in the lab. Those who ended up divorced did so only 33% of the time. I was pretty good at telling you. But they have the Gottman Institute. And they have a lot of books. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm going to go get the book. Who's in charge of the book club? Yeah. There's some research showing that couples are much more successful in acquiring a skill if they practice it. Get some coaching and corrective, corrective feedback and then repractice it. Okay. The writer said, I did notice a few changes. We were being much more physically affectionate, which was nice. We were being deliberate about acknowledging each other during fleeting moments throughout the day, something that came more naturally early on when everything wasn't about work and kids. We did not transform our relationship, but we did re-energize it. It reminded us that no matter how busy we get, we do actually have enough time to be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's some good reading. So the book is called The Love Prescription, Seven Days to More Intimacy, Connection, and Joy. Boom. Mic drop. Feel like we did a great job today. Um, good morning, everyone. Sorry I'm late. Hope you have a great day. It's been a rough morning. I hear you, Mandy. You might want to go back and watch this show. We're trying to be positive today. What book are we talking about? It's by the Gottmans. We do have an OFM book club fan page. Oh, Laurie, can you post? Can you send me the link? And then I'll post the name of the book on the main page and I'll put the link into the OFM fan page book page. I don't know if that made any sense, but I know what I said. So just send me the link to whatever. Dina, Dina Blizzard. All right, that's it, everybody. So we had a great day. We got some plans for a whirlwind trip to somewhere in Florida. It's going to be like a total of six hours. On the main page, that was a question. Do we have one? Oh, oh, are you saying that we, I thought you said we do have one. If we don't have one, then I we could make one if somebody didn't already but anyway or I guess I can just put it on the main page mm -hmm. anyway all right that's it everybody that's all I got for today oh she I think she asked do we uh-huh no you're right all right then we'll just keep it on the main page we can do that mm -hmm. um that's it I have nothing else to say I'm gonna go do some work and try to be a functioning member of society and, um, yeah, that's it. Today's Thursday. I'm going to be on the radio tonight.
see. This is how I remember things. Uh, if anybody wants to listen. Starting 9 o'clock, New Jersey 101.5. There you go. I don't even know. Where, I think we're talking about something similar. Either way, it'll be fun if you want to listen. That's what I'm doing. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for watching. Have a great day and a blessed day. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you. Bye.